It's been a while. It's been a while. But sometimes that's okay. You know, when we look at those gaps in time, you know, we feel like everything needs to be slotted in every moment of the day. And that's not true. You need blank space. Well, what we call blank space, you know, because there's no such thing as blank space. Something is always happening. Something is always breathing. Something is always living. You know, something is always being done. And even highlighting that makes you pay more attention to what happens when we rest. If you look into... If you look into um, what happens when you sleep, just Google that. Google what happens when you sleep, you know, and then you'll see like, wait a minute, that time that we don't even remember when we were sleeping, something critical was happening to the body. Excuse me. And this episode is going to be called rituals, the importance of rituals and retreating. Because a lot of times we feel like we have to constantly show up in these spaces for people, family members, or whatever it is. And sometimes the people near you have the privilege of uh, having an explanation at the top of the retreating process. But sometimes they don't. And both are okay. But that's when you have to set your circle up to be surrounded with people who understand your character more than anything. So they can know that the retreating isn't abandonment. The retreating is self-preservation, which has to happen. Which is why on the airplane, I've talked about this before, when I was sitting on the airplane flying, I've been flying back and forth countless times and I never paid attention to the um, flight attendants and then when I one day I just it just dawned on me when she said you have to put your own mask on first before helping anyone else man when she said that when she said that I that one day my mind was conditioned that one time to grab that thing. That's why, you know, I never look at information that can edify me only once because there are so many sides of that mountain. There are so many angles from that and so many flickers of light on that prismic piece of information that you have to listen to it repetitively, right? But... In that moment, I realized, I said, oh, my God, you really do have to put your own mask on first because that's how you'll be more. You can save yourself and then you can save someone else because people often think that we have to save someone else and martyr ourselves. No, you save yourself and then you save someone else, you know, because if you're going around saving people over and over again, who's going to save you? Who's going to save you? You have to ask yourself this question, who's going to save you? And this is not for you to fall into it and say, well, no one around me will save me. No, fool, you should be saving you. You feed you. You bathe you, don't you? 
So you need to save you. We put too much pressure of our being on another person. Excuse me, y'all. You know, we put too much pressure on that. And, you know, when you're going through a hard time, um, the month of July, I'm going to dip off the Internet for a while. Well, the whole month. Because I'm going to recharge and get deep into rituals. And I'm going to retreat. You know, I'm going deep into rituals and I'm going to retreat. And I'm doing so to give my mind a hard reset so I can really get all of the white noise out of my system. You know, remember I told you, let me give you, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, um, the white noise in your life is like that sock drawer that that's supposed to be just socks but has panties, t-shirts, and all kind of crazy stuff in it. You know, that closet that's disorganized, that cabinet drawer that I'm thinking about, that two little pieces broke inside of the utensil thing, so you need to super glue that or either take it out and get a new one. I'm I'm listing real stuff. Yes, I do have a t-shirt or two in my sock drawer. You see what I'm saying? Like, that stuff, energy-wise, we don't realize it's speaking to our everyday being. Everything has a frequency and things are like reverbing in the background of us. And that's why we can't think clearly. That's why we don't have emotional space. That's why we don't have the energy to do so many things because things around us, because we don't realize and acknowledge, you know, that's why I say it's important to acknowledge science. Because if you acknowledge science, you see the handiwork of God, whatever way you need to see God, however, if you if it's through a plant, if it's through a different religion, whatever it is, if you call it Allah, it don't matter. That higher force created whatever that force of energy is, created everything to have a frequency to speak to you. So when your house is in disarray, I just took a video of my house, my room, um, on Instagram. And I thought, man, I'm so glad I cleaned my room yes, our room yesterday because, you know, I am not waking up to yesterday's trash. You don't want to start the day off in the past, man. You don't. That's why at night, <clears throat> that's why at night you should tidy up. Make sure there's a ritual. Not just you. If you got more than one, you know, um person walking around the house you need people to have chores you know I, I I'll get in I think I I know I got a podcast too because I have so many kids I have a podcast too about the importance now looking back over my life the importance of my mother making me do certain stuff and you know my my husband he was made to do certain stuff but then when you look at us both we're leaders, we're A-type personalities, but we're also extremely good team players. You see what I'm saying? We know how to we know how to follow a leader. You know, that's important. Everybody want to be the head nigga in charge. You know? You got to be the neck sometimes. You got to be the elbow sometimes. You can't always be the head nigga in charge. So you need to <coughs> I'm sorry, y'all. 
Fun fact, did you know that potatoes pu- uh, produce mucus? So I ate, um, my husband made me um, fresh cut fries last night. And the next day you always wake up with mucus. And people don't know that when you have to clear your throat a lot, that's in fact mucus. But now you know, potatoes produce mucus. Milk dairy does too. So if you're having a cold, did not mean for this to be a Dr. MD uh, commercial break, but here we go. If you have um, any sinus issues and stuff like that, that could produce some phlegm or anything like that, or if any of you or your kids or your friends are sick, dairy and potatoes, stay away from those. You can probably just look up a list of things that produce mucus. Beans do too sometimes, certain types of beans. But anyway, you know, you can't, you know, you. it's important, you know, that you do those things to teach kids, you know, one, how to govern their house, how to be a steward over their stuff. You see how much chores teach? It teaches you how to be a, stu- a good steward over your blessings. You know, so waking up, like the ritual of cleaning up at night. And, you know, I don't wait till one day of the week for us to clean the whole house. No, like sporadically throughout the time, we are going to be cleaning up the entire week. So it's not like Saturday morning, we doing this heavy load and lift, you know. But one of the main things is, is that like what I tell the kids when, you know, say one of them forgets to do something, I tell them, look, for me as my per- my personality, and this is also where you got to get to know yourself, you know, look, I don't like to wake up to yesterday. My day is not going to start off. It'll start off okay. I'll be well. I'll operate. But when my days start off the best, when I start off light, I'm waking up and I'm looking around and everything is neat. So I'm not seeing yesterday, you know, it's like starting a day off with baggage. And we, you know, people spend so many time thinking that, you know, the way things are done with certain people is just their personality. You know, some of that is principle. It's really personality, which is, I'll make that, I'll write that down. That'd be my next podcast personality versus principle you know and when you watch people and think you know that's something that they just do no some stuff is universal like reaping and sowing whether you're religious or not it's universal you know that's a principle that's a universal principle you reap you sow that's why people you know a lot of people who are religious and you know fanatical sometimes about things and whatever you know they'll get mad when they see someone who quote unquote doesn't believe how they believe getting something good because they're operating in a universal principle that's the only your religion isn't giving you those things the principle you're operating is giving those things that's completely separate you know but that's that's something for people to unpack because you know, feeling like your religion is the reason why you're getting this thing, it's kind of egoic. Like, it makes you feel like it's in, it's inflating. It makes you watch them inflate themselves like they're better almost, you know? Like they, like they hold more weight almost, you know? So watching people, you get to really see that, you know, I'm telling you, 
Look up people you admire. Look at their daily activities. You know? Look at their daily activities and you'll see a giant difference. You know? And that's the rituals part. Everyone needs rituals. As humans, we need rituals. We operate better with rituals. We need some things. That's the reason why habits exist. You know, people acknowledge habits mostly when it's bad habits, but there are lots of good habits. Why does it take, tw- uh, you know, you know, uh, basically like 21 days to break a habit or to start a habit? Why does it take that time? You know what I mean? Why are habits so hard to get into, but then so beneficial for us? It's letting you know that we need rituals. You see what I'm saying? So after you read this, um, I mean, not read. After you hear this, I want you to really sit down and think about at least, mm, let me not go far. I was going to say three rituals, but you can start with one ritual. Start with one ritual that will get you the results that you want. Whether it be you waking up stretch, y'all, y'all know I live in a real house, huh? <laughs> when I tell you so much was happening and just phones ringing, iPads ringing, dogs clanking their nails on the floor, I swear, Coco, I, my dog, our dog name is Coco. We have we got hard flooring put at the the rest. We removed all the carpet out the house and. The hard flooring upstairs, for some reason, it doesn't sound like that downstairs, but upstairs it does. She sounds like a bad bitch clanking around the floor, like, uh, Coco, can you get off the catwalk and stop doing this? She'll do that like 3 o'clock in the morning. She'll be walking around patrolling the house at the top, and I hear clack, 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 clack. Girl, can you sit down and take the meals off, please? But anyway, start with one ritual, you know. Something that will get you the results. I'm sure most of you are going to pick three. Three is a good place to stand. Three is a good solid number. You know it's the triune being too. You know, it. three is a good solid number. And don't pick nothing crazy that you're not going to stick to. Like pick something small. You know? Uh, you know? You know one of the hardest things to do is to wake up in the morning and pause and be reflecting. That's a very hard one. I I think that's a level three of ritual ritual people. Like that's 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 like a level three. That's not a level one. That's going into like beyond beginner. Cause to wake up and control your first thought, that is tremendously hard. Unless you wake up and look at something like blaringly huge in your face telling you to pause and think. You know, it's harder than you think to do that. So I just want to, I just want to give you a heads up on that one. Because people think, I'm going to pause as soon as I get up. That's a very hard thing. That's not as easy as it seems, you know. But picking, picking three rituals and try to incorporate that. Tidy, especially tidying up at night. That's a universal thing. Starting the day empty. There's this technique where you should basically dump before therapists tell you to dump before bedtime. Keep a notebook on your bedside and before you wake up, I mean before you go to bed, 
write about your day, journal about your day. So that helps you start, mm, I just gave you a good ritual. That's a good one. That's a good one. Because you're taking all of that day into your rest. You know, and there's so much that happens when we're sleeping. When you, when you just look into what happens during the time that you're resting your body and resting your mind, that beta place you go into and different levels of sleep and what happens. So much happens there, you know. Now we're talking about, now I'm going to go into the whole part of retreating. Retreating is important. There was a girl I was talking to, one of my friends, and she was talking about how when she goes through stuff, she just disappears. And that's how she protects herself. And I thought, man, that's, that's you got to do that sometimes. Sometimes the energy that it will take to talk, you're using, you're going to use up the energy that you have to stay alive to survive the moment. I don't think people really realize that we choose to exist. That's a heavy ass conversation to have. If I start unpacking that, we're going to go way past the time that I want to go, that I want to stop this. But, you know, because I've had near-death experiences, I don't look at, I don't look at death the same. Because I remember clearly choosing when I was in the hospital one time. And I went back into this, like, basically deep, not coma-like sleep, but kind of, I had meningitis. So whatever dark place I went into, I fell back into after I said, I got to get better. No other time did I, did I think of anything when I woke up, but that one time I did, you know, because I had saw heaven and I saw my husband and I knew he was praying and I saw heaven's face look, the look on my oldest daughter's face. Immediately, it, it pulled me from that place that I was in because that place that I was laying in, It was so peaceful. It's literally making me emotional now because it was so, so peaceful. I never have a time in my life where I am just blank and no thought, no gift is churning, no whatever. That place was peaceful and I chose, you know, but I'll talk about that another time. So, you know, the retreating thing, if you don't set your circle up to be with people, for people to, to have in your circle that know your character, you got to set your circle up with people. This is why you shouldn't have certain types of relationships up close. Because if you don't, if the people that are close to me, let me speak about myself. For myself, the people that are close to me have to be have to have discernment. They have discernment. They know my character. They're deep in the realm of wisdom. If you're not in those realms, I can't. If you're not high functioning in those areas, we, I can't have you close because you're gonna always miss that person. It's gonna always misread the things that are really happening and they're going to have an entire universe 
entire universe that that exists that's apart from what's really happening in the situation you know so you have to be responsible i have to be responsible if hiccups like that happening happens it's my fault because i put, you put people in place in your life it's not anyone's fault but your own that you did not vet you did not vet your circle like that you know i did not vet my circle at one time to have people that were only those things up close their circles you know how there's a, a rainbow and there's like a layer of red a layer of blue a layer, a layer of yellow <clears throat> the inner layer that's that's closest to the ground that needs to be wisdom and discernment you know that first ring that's close to me wisdom and discernment because they know i have friends i all of my well you know what's funny all of my close 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 people except for my sisters all have multiple children and when they have multiple children they have multiple things that they have to do all of these women have their own business all of these women you know um have maybe one doesn't have a husband but kind of does so they all have mates put it that way they all have wisdom they all have discernment they all have multiple children and they all have mates I me mean, mates you know they have those things so gaps gaps and stuff like that in talking does not matter to them like i just talked to one of my one of my girls this morning i the last time i talked to her was maybe top of may maybe before that cuz i know the kids were still in school <clears throat> and we picked up like whatever right because it's not like the the time and lack of communication she understands and knows things differently that means i set my circle up a certain way that's what you have to do you have to set your circle up a certain way before you start to retreat but sometimes you know you don't have the time to do that okay but that's the easiest way to not have hiccups when retreating when you set your circle up properly and then there are sometimes you have to pull a cord and eject out the plane you do you do sometimes you need to retreat get the white noise away from you you know center yourself focus give space you know when you give space when you give yourself space to grow and stuff like that it'll be beneficial for you and it'll be beneficial for them because when you return back to the orbit when you return back to the orbit you'll have more to give as a friend because right now you can't give anything Right now you can't give anything. You'll be more to get you'll have more to give as a friend. So you have to recharge yourself. Jesus went away. 
Jesus went away. Moses went away. A lot of people went away. That's the reasons why that's the reason why a lot of spiritual people separate. Because sometimes shit be so hard. I had this saying that I just that I just um I used in uh talking with someone. It's basically I said, I'm swimming right now. You know how you're in the ocean. Some situations feel like you're in the ocean and you're swimming. There's no wall for you to grab on to rest. You know, if your arms get too tired, you better learn. You better learn how to float. Right? So my thing is, what I just started saying is that I'm swimming. When I'm going through a tough time that's tremendously, like, challenging, I'm swimming. If you're not offering me a floaty, I can't shake your hand in this moment. Right now, we can't hold hands because I'm trying to swim. I'm trying to live. I'm trying to get to the land. I'm trying to survive, you know. So if you're not offering me a floaty, what I'm going to do? What I'm going to do with that? You trying to get me to shake? You trying to get me to hold hands right now? I'm trying to live. We grown-ass people. I'm trying to live. But the thing is, you know, when you think about rituals, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to do that. It's really hard to care for yourself. When you think about retreating, it's hard to care for yourself because the first thing you think about is other people. And, you know... Not all the time. But sometimes, everybody's in their own... Every All the time, everyone's in their own personal universe, right? Sometimes, and only sometimes, it's good to be the sun in your universe. But if you're the sun always in your universe, that's a self-centered person. So you have to be careful. I don't have to be the sun. As big as I am, as... as as much as people admire me, look to me, look up to me, I am not the sun in my universe. I'm probably a fucking rock. Like, like shit. Why would you, when I think about the universe, do you know how, you know how crazy the sun is? You, do you, you can't even get close. Do you know how hot it is in New Orleans? Shit. My steering wheel was burning my hand in New Orleans. Are you listening to me? My steering wheel was burning my hand like it was a hot fucking pan. The sun is so fucking far away. Alexa, how far is the the sun from Earth? The sun is 92.94 million miles from Earth. I know you lying. I know you lying. This is why you can't be the sun all the time because you're going to burn motherfuckers up as soon as they get close to you. People who are self-centered can't have people too, too close to them because they're going to always burn them. And they're going to always think it was it was because you did this and you did... No, 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 no. It's because you're the fucking sun all of the time. You're a ball of fire all of the time. 
Sometimes, yes. When you retreat, you have to turn into the sun. You have to. But you got to get out the sun. You got to get out being the sun. You you need to, I, and, you know, honestly, it's, it's tricky. Some people are Neptune. Some people are Saturn. Some people may be just a star. Some people may be a moon, a, one of the planet's moons. You know, they have other planets, they have different moons. So one of the planet's moons, some people are that. You know, you have to be careful. But there's a gift in everything. Like when I said self-centered, that's actually a gift. But people only acknowledge the ugly side of it. You know? But it's really a gift. Those people, they're meant for a reason. Just how they're meant to be like that for a reason. There's an ecosystem that exists in humans too in person by personality. You know how one day, you know how you look at stuff like, oh my God, termites are a nuisance, cockroaches are a nuisance. You know, cockroaches control, you know, termites getting out of order, like they eat termites and stuff. You know, mosquitoes do something crazy for the ecosystem, you know? And it's the same way if you look at that, like an ecosystem with animals and insects and bugs or foul of the air, you know, there's an ecosystem in personalities. They need a certain, they, they, there's, there's a certain amount of assholes we need. There's a certain amount of empaths we need. There's a certain amount of sanguine personalities we need. There's an ecosystem in personalities too, but we only acknowledge certain parts when it's off. So there's some gifts that self-centered people have that the world needs you know it sounds crazy because we only (sighs) this is what happens when you have the Alexa tied into the entire house y'all it's summertime it's the summer edition of podcasts right here you see what I'm saying you see what I'm saying you see what I'm saying man No, but yeah, there's an ecosystem that happens. So, you know, if you've been told you were self-centered before, if you've been told that you were anything like that, know that in that moment, maybe you were, but there's a gift that's tied to that. Just like selfishness, you know? But retreating, you have to turn into that. You have to back away. To retreat, you have to access. To retreat, you have to access a certain level of being self-centered, and that's what you have to do. Sometimes to survive and regenerate. You know how sometimes you could charge your phone in a car. You could charge your phone in a car, and then you know it's not really a good good charge. But if you charge it at home in a wall plug-in thing, you know, with the fast charging box, then yeah, your phone will charge real fast. Sometimes you need to let it get all the way to 100. Sometimes you can let let the phone get to like 30% and then leave the house and you'll be good to run errands, you know, because the car charger will hold you over. But no, sometimes for some things, like if I'm traveling, I put my phone directly on the charger 
to get it to 100 before I leave. And when you retreat, you're getting yourself to 100. And while you're retreating, you operate in the rituals. You know, the two combined can do something super powerful. The two combined can give you the jolt you need before that big project uh, could streamline creativity, could help you um, heal in a relationship or out of a relationship. It's, just, it's It can do a bunch of beneficial things for you. So I encourage you to do that. Create some rituals. Give yourself grace and retreat. And, you know, those who love you will support you through that time. And they'll understand it. And those who don't. They just don't. So, um, till next time.